Welcome back, everyone. We are back. We are here. It is season two, episode one, week two of the League of Extraordinary Banter podcasters. It is me, oh, and that's Pelham. And joining hey. us is our senior EPL correspondent, Hannah Smith. Thank you. Thank you very much, Adam. I'm delighted to be here. And you know who else I'd like to thank is the 10 of our listeners out there. Those five beautiful, lovely, fake blonde and brunette hot women SoundCloud profiles. And everyone I'll else. I'll never is- forget our number one fan, Grace. Yep. Shout out to we, Grace. We stand by. She's a real MVP. And everyone in the league that listens, kind of except for Brandon. I don't know if he listens, but also Hannah's mom. So. We got we eight stand. votes for a season two, y'all. So we back. <laughs> well, thank you for coming back. We're gonna have even more banter from three. We've this is our sixth year of fantasy, I want to say, and uh, or no seventh, and we represent four of five of those championships, actually. Oh man! Uh, so I'm a the Time flies when you suck at fantasy sports. <laughs> the reigning champion, uh, and making my fourth run, trying to go back to back, skip one year, back to back. And then Hannah, 2015 champion, also never finished last. Way That's to go. That's the most important thing. Yep. And Pelham, when there were four people in the league and the playoff system may or may not have been fucked up, uh, he was our 2014 champion. So it's been a like while. The commissioner at the time, he made his bed. He had to lay in it. And, uh, you know, I was the first. And that's important. Good to know. Uh, Look, I'm probably going to come third. It's what I do. Listen, you know. We're all going to try to win, and that's what's the most important. And, you know, some of us are just better at trying than others. But really why all of us are here is just to see how will Jake hurt himself and self-destruct every year in a new way. It's it's truly a sight to see. <laughs> Hannah, would you like to uh, preview some of the segments that we have in store for tonight's podcast? I sure would, because we're back. We're doing the most. We are here to surprise and delight you this season. We got a new Fantasy Premier League segment. We've got some lukewarm takes. We are ready to go. So I hope you guys are excited. Um, And I guess I'll hand it over to Pelham, who's still here. Yo, yo. I'm excited. We got lots of great content, lots of advanced analytics. Stay tuned. Make sure you're listening and uh, you want to sit down for this. Awesome. So uh, I think last year we kept our podcasts in the roughly 30 minutes to one hour time frame. We're not sure what we're going to do. We've heard some feedback, I think, to, to trim down everything a little bit, but we're just going to see how it works. Um, so it, But you know what they say, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Very, very true. And, and so we might be hitting that one hour. We got a big old fat baby for you tonight. Uh, Put so baby on it. skipping the results of the draft, we all know how that went. We were there. Uh, We're going to move on. We've already had week one in the books, and we've already had our Thursday night for week two. So what I wanted to do first is kind of review the week one scoreboard, give everyone a chance to shout out their team names, shout out their uh, players, everything like that. And by everyone, I mean you guys. Uh, So first off, we had Hannah beating Brandon. Uh, Pretty close matchup there. Uh, I handed it to Frank who uh, did not really put up much of a challenge. Uh, David Mace's hard-to-say t- hard team name beat up the 85 Bears at the time. Jake put a smackdown on Robert. And Pelham, you, uh, I don't want to say squeaked out a win because it was basically the opposite. 
of Mr. Hins. I put a solid beating on this man. It's very, it's very true. You rolled right over him. And, you know, we have a decent number of name changes here. So just to quickly run through it, right? We got Hannah with, to be honest, the EPL is better. Right. Uh, Brandon I mean, never changes. Where's so. the lie? Where's the lie? It's true. Um, Robert was unable to figure out that press F to play the flex was uh, the meme, which apparently doesn't show on mobile. So that's great. Um, team Zoo is Team yeah, you Zoo. You got to work on your image. Shut up. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Cooking eclairs for macking, which isn't Marlon Mack now just like out for the year? Well, he's not on his team anymore. So there also you go. that. So like, is that even a valid team name anymore? I don't know if it's, I don't know if he's macking or for McCain. Like for my king. No. Uh, I feel like I a name it, change is imminent. A second name change. It ought to be. Uh, it's not very toxic. And then Heckin McChuffery. I think Jake needs to show Heck. I, I'm curious as to the capitalization of C. I think it's just to go CMC in the cap letters, but like. I think so. But it's weird. Usually you use like one of the letters to stand for who you mean. And like MC is Christian. Like uh, he's literally just saying all his team is just Christian McCaffrey. He has nothing else. Is number one just Again, because he was first pick, right? I think so. He's just saying, like, he picked McCaffrey number one. Nice. I was going to say, though, where is the lie? It's the only player he's got. Uh, he, has, he has other players that he yeah, wants to that. I mean, for now. That he wants to desperately trade. I was going to say, until you manipulate him into a bad trade. Well, of course. But, but, you know, that's what we do. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't discuss that here, okay? Um. Dick Dick Goose, obviously referencing the, um, isn't a Dick Dick like a an actual like, animal? It, it is. Yeah, it Dick is. Dick. That's how I read that. It's a little, it's a tiny little <laughs> antelope. Duck, duck. No, 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 no. Dick Dick. Um, uh, yes, it's a small antelope from the bushlands of Africa. Yes, uh, I too read that Wikipedia first line. Uh, I am the walrus, as Darren Waller on his team, which Woods Chubby Johnson. Still could have made the second round. Just saying. And then uh, Pelham with a C-plus pun of Sutton on the dock of Barclay. I mean, you can't even read it because it's so long. Like, it doesn't show up in ESPN. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's it's in line with the length of some of these other names. Press F to play the flex. How many words is that? Heck off. But yet I can read all of it in ESPN. Nah. Anyways, guys, we have some breaking news. And it's it's a big one. Yeah. It's a big one, Adam. We need to... Uh, we've got a big name change alert on the board. Whoa. If 85 Bears, they changed their name after, I believe, four seasons, if I'm not mistaken. At least. Nothing, uh, to... if not a model of consistency. I, and why this year? I mean... He's now going by Walter Payton Goat. <laughs> Peter Smith? Who taught the man what a goat is? Because it wasn't me. I mean, was he going to show up on TikTok now? Is he going to do TikTok dances? Like, where are we going with this, Peter Smith? Where are we going? What are the TikTok, uh, implications of this change? TikTok is actually getting banned on Sunday, so he will not be doing that. that that's correct. There's still time. Well, so there's one other thing that I wasn't sure of. Um, you know, this is a pretty big name change, and I think we're all still reeling with the the full implications of this. But one thing that I wanted to do is actually take like a kind of look back, like what really what's really going to happen with this? Because you know, despite 
that consistency, he really has been all over the place in the bottom half of the league standings every year. For example, last year, he finished a solid seventh place. The year before, eighth place. The year before that, for some reason, doesn't have 2017 on here. Uh, he finished fourth in 2016. And in 2015, he was not a part of the league. Uh, wait. Yes, he was. He finished last. So, like, really, he's been all up over the place, except for the top three. So, I wonder if this is just trying to, you know... Trying to change it up. Change it up, but at the same time, like... Gotta innovate. If you're crossing off one place to finish every single time, logically, once every 10 years, you gotta, you're gotta, you gonna win, right? Yeah, I mean, and he's also carrying the thread of the 85 Bears. The spirit is there. Walter Payton was on the 85 Bears. I mean, true. So, I feel like, you know... You got to take the past into the future. You got to, you got to, you know, renovate, innovate to, um, to be great. Fantasy football. Yeah. Yeah. To be great. There we go. Okay. Well, that is our, uh, overall summary of the name changes, the week one results, but to dive a little bit more in depth of the week, we we're bringing back segments from last year. Uh, first up we have our Shreeder of the week. <laughs> Uh, Pelham, would you like to explain what the Schreeder of the Week award goes to? So if you've been here from the beginning, you're familiar with the Schreeder, which is our trophy. And if you've watched the league, maybe you could draw some parallels, but at your own peril. So our Schreeder of the Week, I'm really interpreting that as a really a top performer, right? Somebody who really nailed it this week. Is there anything you want to add to that, Adam? Uh I wasn't really sure how to interpret it, so I just picked a funny fact, just because Schreeder's just a funny dude. I also didn't interpret it that way. Um, I interpreted it as best player, Um, maybe most improved. So I would like just like there, but is there to like shock and awe? So in true Schreeder fashion, no one really knows what's going on with this segment, (laughs) but I think it's okay, and we're kind of just. You know, Schreeder of the week is sort of like, you know, high achieving, but there's a method to his madness, but nobody knows the method. So, yeah. Uh, similarly, it is just madness of what we're awarding. So, Hannah, would you like to give the first Schreeder of the week award? I would. Um, I actually gave it to myself. Uh, for those of you who know how I take surveys, I tend to vote for myself a lot. Um, but I chose myself because there was a moment on Monday night where I really thought, wow. I'm going to lose week one by like two points. I was like, fuck, that's it. That's my season. This great game, guys. Great game. Love playing this season over. And then I pulled it out at the end. And you know what? That's why I'm choosing myself as trader of the week. Wow. All right. Tell them. What about I guess that's fair. I guess I uh, I took it a little more, um, a little more advanced analytics approach. And uh, I'm going to have to give my trader of the week to, Jake, and I think this is a bit of a combination of both his draft day performance and then his week one team play, right? He's put up the the most points for the week. He's squashed Dick Dick Goose into the ground. (laughs) And, And furthermore, when you actually look at the lineup he's played, I think he's he's chosen a flawless lineup. His his bench selections were perfect. He didn't leave any points on the bench, which I think that's something to be, uh, you know, congratulated on. Fair enough. And then my treater of the week, like I said, kind of just picked one of those out there things. I, I'm giving it to Robert. Robert, you picked all Chiefs 
And quote unquote, that's just so you can pay attention to one team. And yet, I think you were over at my place on both Thursday and Sunday and ended up watching all but like three of the games. So hats off to you for watching all the games anyway. So <laughs> it's definitely an interesting strategy. And back again, one more time, our taco of the week. Pelham. Taco of the week. You want to lead us off? Everyone knows what a taco is. If you don't. I'm, I'm going to let Hannah go first on this one. Really? And, uh, uh, yeah. Because we have the same answer, so I'm going to let him flesh it out. But I think we all can agree the taco of the week was David Hens. I mean, he had 64 <laughs> points. Like <laughs> The next lowest was 86. I mean, talk about shit in the bed. I mean, week one, it's hard to... It's hard, it's hard to, to score that low. Yeah, <laughs> it really is hard there, to do that. Poorly. There's no bye weeks. You kind of know what the injuries Nobody's are even going injured in. Yet. Nobody's hurt. Well, it's, plenty it's... of people can get hurt. Don't get me wrong. Like I had Kenny Galladay hurt. Very, very possible. But usually you know about it and can adjust. Or the fact that we had our draft Fewer so players. close to week one. Like you know about all the injuries. Absolutely. And, you know, a little more context. Some, some of the reasoning that I am firmly in agreement and if you were there, you loved this moment when David Hins just suggested that, you know, really what we ought to do as a league is implement a relegation, a relegation punishment for consistently bad teams. And he called out, he called some of you out, 85 Bears, Team Zoo. Oh, and then he proceeded to score 60 points. 60 points. So, yeah. David really Hins, you're in the relegation it. zone. He flew yeah. too close to the sun. Flew too close underground. And then he got COVID. Well, that's a different issue, but. (laughs) Contributing factor. He's got my vote. All right. And just to mix it up a little bit, I'm going to go with Peter Smith. Hannah, your father dropped a very solid tight end this week, Hunter Henry. And in true taco fashion, I thought. I'm sorry, but actually, is that part of week two? Eh, Whatever. Uh, Yeah. Not not the point. Yeah. so it was after week two, like the waivers had cleared. Well, it's before week two had started uh, with the Thursday night game. So that's what I'm saying. Anyways, uh, so how how I'm phrasing this is because Ataco is not just someone who plays fantasy football poorly. There was like at least one season of the league where Taco like won the whole thing. So like sometimes yeah. there's some galaxy brain moves that everyone else just doesn't see coming. You know, sometimes you draft Melvin Gordon fifth overall, you know, <laughs> Big taco so, energy. Here. <laughs> so in this case, that drop of Hunter Henry, while it might look like a bad move, it did cost $26 of fab for Hunter Woo! Henry to get picked back up. Does he know something that we don't? Does Robert not value a dollar? Was he never taught that as a child? These are just questions I'm asking. I mean, if anybody in this league understands stocks and the Elliott Wave <laughs> theory of Hunter Henry, it's Peter Smith. It's very true. So I think he's he's stitched up Robert here. Yep. Got him. If there's one thing I know, it's buy low, sell high. Very good. <laughs> good work. And, you know, we, we do want to have a stonk segment for today. So I believe some of the data that's going to cause us to go a little bit further in depth has to do with this Hunter Henry and some fab dollars. Pelham, you've ran the numbers. You've keyed in the data. What you got? Yeah, let's talk about the marketplace. Let's talk about supply and demand and the velocity of money is a fixed income anyway so as adam was saying hunter henry (laughs) yeah (laughs) one one of the one of the 
one of the biggest pickups of the week was in fact this Hunter Henry, which, which was oh oh he's got you there. $26 for Robert. And you know what? Fair play to Robert. He saw the item he wanted and he went for it. He was not going to be beaten in this bid. And, and, and he sure wasn't. enough, he was not. Because um, <laughs> only one other person bid for it. Yours truly, which I, I, I'm 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 flabbergasted. I, I don't know why nobody else bid for it. But I did bid six dollars, so you know. Robert's willingness to pay was certainly high. Um, but you know, you gotta spend money to make money, uh, as Warren Buffett says. So the next highest expense was actually myself. I did spend twenty-three dollars to pick up Malcolm Brown from the Rams. Uh, and you know, that was that was steep, but given my sort of weaknesses at running back and, and Jake's refusal to be a reasonable uh, trade partner in that department, um, I had to shell out and, you know, at least, at least I wasn't massively over the market value with, with Adam also coming in for 17 bucks. Yeah. I mean, just falling short. Some, some would say that your fab dollars put the most work in week one. So I don't think this is a time to underspend generally, unless you're Robert, uh, and then you clearly overspent because that's that hill I'm dying on. Yeah. I mean, you want to compound that interest. So you want to invest your money right away. I mean, it's a strategy that, that David Hins wrote all the way to the playoffs last year. So, you know, can't, can't criticize it. Fair enough. Um, now, one of the, one of the best pieces of action on the waiver wire this week though, was for none other than downtown John Brown. Hannah, how excited were you to pick up John Brown this week? I mean, look, I don't even know who John Brown plays for. I'm going to be honest. I don't. But I do know that my team has some weaknesses. And I went to that waiver wire, and I sorted by Proj, and he was the highest. And I said, yeah, $8. Get me that one of them. That seems like enough. It's <laughs> not yeah. one. It's not 20. It's eight. And, and it was sure enough, enough, that was the going rate for one. What was his name? John Brown? Yeah. Yep. Um, uh-huh. Jake Johengen also put in a bid of $8. And yet, who has John Brown today? It's me, son. It's He's been me. cucked. He's been cucked. He's <laughs> cuck alert. Cuck alert. <laughs> uh, so that was a good one. We've got some other other low-end $2, $3 pickups of, of some of our dropped folks. Uh Cooking eclairs for my king is is coming in and sweeping up the you know the shreds for two bucks three buck chuck, uh, but yeah right now it's Robert and Pell spending their money. We got a few stingy bastards out there, Frank, and uh, the guy with the bears, Walter Payton, saving their money, pitching their pennies, a little lag. It's all right. We're trying a new format for recording these podcasts here, so understandable. A little lag. Just pausing for transition effect. <gasps> yeah, of course. All right. With that, and uh, clearly we already were talking about week two, but let's transition to week two for some previews. So we've got uh, five matchups as usual, and we're each going to give a very brief prediction as to uh, who is going to who's going to come out victorious. And who knows? All right. So we have Adam against Hannah, Frank versus David Mace, Brandon against Robert, Peter versus Pelham, and Jake versus David Hens. First up, me against Hannah. 
Who do we all got? I've got myself on this one. I am also going to go for Adam. I think it's Michael Thomas uh, being likely be... out. Does it for me. Yeah, that's going to be unanimous. Um, I got some tough matchups. I don't think this is going to be my week. Ooh, that's a, you know, you never hate to vote against yourself, but I respect that you have that humility in you, Hannah. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, and then <laughs> Frank versus David Mace, the toxic matchup that we've all been waiting for. Woo! Hannah, who do you got? I think uh, I see in a Cinderella story. Uh, I got Frank. Okay. Pelham? Oh, see, so you guys are forgetting the classic, classic theme. Frank Zoo. Oh, and two. Frank, Zoo, oh, and two. <laughs> David Mace, absolutely lock it in. The Chris Godwin strategy is not going to pay off for Frank Zoo. He's got massive bench points with Kareem Hunt and Odell Beckham already. Godwin's not going to play. He's having a nightmare. Do we know he's Mace not going to play, actually? Week. He is doubtful. Okay. I was going to say, I, still I, concussed. I was going to say, I did hear that he practiced today, but I didn't know whether Unless he was... Frank personally zips down to Tampa Bay and and, and works some <laughs> he plotary pl- magic on he his head. His ass. Yeah, get those get those brain pliability in. Get yeah, those pliers. Come on. That's what they're called. Uh, my vote for this matchup is I think I think everyone's going to win. You know, I think we're all going to come to enjoy this matchup, the banter that comes across it. And and hopefully we all come out winners. Come, I look forward to the war of words. Exactly. I absolutely do. All right. Next matchup, Brandon against Robert. I've got Robert in this one. I think he uh, has put his Chiefs together and the Chiefs have a solid matchup, I think, against the Chargers this week. Uh, I like Robert. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, the other way this time, Adam. I'm going to say Team 10. Uh, Brandon is going to sneak this one. Um, I just think that DK Metcalf Dick is, is going to – sorry, Dick Dick Metcalf is going to uh, land a stinker for Dick Dick Goose. And, and you know, his all-chief strategy – I mean, it's nice, but, you know, it's kind of this straddle, right? Caps his upside. I see Brandon pulling this off. All right, Hannah, who do you got? I'm going to say Chiefs forever. Uh, I pick Robert. All right. Peter against Pelham, our fourth matchup this week. Uh, both uh, Pelham 1-0, Peter 0-1, but we'll see if the name change pulls it out. Hannah, do you got your dad with this? I sure do, because you know what? Walter Payton Goat. That's, that's all that needs to be said. That's fair. He, got it. he, he does have a trophy uh, named after him called the Man of the Year, so it's hard to argue with. I actually have Pelham in this one. Uh, I think that despite George Kittle's absence, Pelham's team is strong enough mm-hmm. to take this one. Yeah, I'm going to back myself as well, but I think it's going to be, uh, you know, a case of my team doing just enough. And then Walter Payton Goat has, I think, three players coming in hot on Monday night, and I think they shit the bed. I, I think it's going to be a, a last minute Monday night implosion that allows me to squeak this one out. Good to know. All right, our last matchup of the week, aside from the toxic one, definitely the most action, most what I'm going to be watching, especially with Nick Chubb's 25 points come nice. uh, Thursday night. We've got Jake with his heckin' McChuffers and David Hens. Pelham, who do you got? I'm going to take David Hens in this one. Uh, I think, you know, he's off to a great start with Nick Chubb. Uh, I think... Jake might need to change his name to Heckin' McChubbery after this week. Um, I also noticed that Jake's got Adrian Peterson in his lineup, which is a choice. 
that we are all able to make after I yep. dropped him. Yep. Yep. So I got hints. All right. Hannah? I actually picked Jake. Uh, David's team didn't exactly inspire a lot of confidence in me from week one. Doesn't so uh, I'm going to go Jake. Yeah. Yeah. Did not spark joy. I didn't pick it up and smile, you know? He's got Miles Sanders back. So that's a plus. That is very nice. Um, and this one is going to be my whose bench will nearly outscore their starters pick of the week. I think that's going to be Jake. I think his bench is looking mighty fine. I think there's a, a smash spot start for Cam Newton with Josh Allen up there potentially going to be a bust today. I think that we might see Jake's bench outscore his starters. I'm going to take in with the upset victory here. All right. Thank you very much for uh, our picks. We're going to be presenting them every week and uh, I hope you enjoy We may or may not track how accurate we are. <laughs> oh, we will. Oh, we will. Pelham, Advanced counting. Pelham Advanced bean counting specialists. We'll have it. All right. Sounds great. All right. So we're going to cut to a quick ad break. Has this ever happened to you? The last time I saw someone's fantasy go that badly, her dildo literally made the shit hit the fan. That was a whole new definition of ass play. Hey, my team was projected for 103 points to start this week. It's not my fault they didn't come to play. Hi, I'm actor Kevin James. You may know me from the hit movie Paul Blart Mall Cop or Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Toxic fantasy players and their conduct have always been around, but according to CDC studies, they're beginning to put you and your family at risk. On September 8th, 2020, the World Health Organization officially declared a worldwide pandemic as the spread of this phenomenon has reached unprecedented levels. You don't have to take it from me. I'm no medical professional. I'm just Academy Award attending actor Kevin James. Here with me is Dr. Nigel Honeypot, head virologist at the NHS in the UK. Yes, uh, well, uh, <coughs> the toxicity was always known to spread from one to another at higher and higher rates as their fantasy team does worse and worse. However, in 2020, we discovered a key insight into the spread of this terrible virus. We now know the toxicity is spread directly via nasally voices. That's right. The more nasal your voice is, the more likely you are to have caught the Toxic mace, as us cheeky Brits have called it. And this is where we need your help. The country needs your support. Please consider a small donation of $2 tonight to stave off the further destruction of norms and tranquility in the fantasy community. Your support this evening will directly support the distribution of nasal stuffing devices called nut plugs. The revolutionary device from the makers of the Hitachi wand that causes the voice to instantly become nasally. We now know the cure. If everyone is toxic, no one's toxic. We're in this together. We can come back out the other side stronger, more toxic, and voices nasally as shit. Thank you. All right. Thanks All right. For, uh, that was our ad break. <laughs> thanks to our uh, sponsor. Yeah, Nut sponsor plugs. us. Uh, if anyone Reach else... out if you'd like to buy a sponsor spot. Yeah, if anyone else would like to sponsor us, let us know. Uh, we are taking payment in the form of ad copies that Adam doesn't have to write. I was going to say, we will read anything if you pay us in Bitcoin. Also that. All right. So with that, we, uh, we're we going to switch to a different kind of football. And with that, we're going to also break it off to our senior EPL correspondent, Hannah Smith.
Thank you. Thank you very much. I am chuffed to be here, as the Brits would say. Um, so welcome to our first ever EPL fantasy segment. Uh, excited to be here. Uh, quick reminder that the last chance to join our EPL league is actually tomorrow, Saturday at 6 a.m. Um, we will not be creating a third league if you miss the deadline. So get your picks in there, Jake. Okay. I actually have fantastic breaking news. Oh. That as of 9.43 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, all 12 members of the league have joined the second attempt at Fantasy Premier League. Sweet Jesus, thank God. Yes! Oh, at least we don't have to pick another team. The great thing is that once the league starts tomorrow, nobody can join and nobody can leave. Great. And with that, Hannah, why don't you walk us through the week one scoreboard? All right. So week one, we had Adam versus Pelham. Adam with 89 points. Pelham with 54. A crushing victory. Mm. Uh, we've got Oliver beating Henry. We've got Robert beating me. We've got, honestly, someone whose name I don't even know beating the 85 Bears. But it's where's the surprise in that? It's literally an average of the league. <laughs> is it the league or all players? The, the, the R players. Oh, like not, not all players. Like the I think our team. league. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Because well, we had an odd number. That's devastating <laughs> for the 85 that was a person. Um, and then lastly, we have uh one Jake Johengen absolutely destroying Amy. So uh Woof. we look forward to a remix of the matchups for week two. Um, I do want to give a quick overview of the hot boys from week one. These would be the top scorers for Fantasy Prem. That would be, well, Adam, you want to take it away on this one? Who's the top scorer? I don't remember his first name. <laughs> Mohammed. Oh, thank you. Salah is yeah. the last name. He is a solid. He is a midfielder for a team that is red. Ugh, unfortunately. I think Liverpool. Those the Dudley boys. Yeah, got it. The puddles. Yeah, so he had 20 points, which is awesome. Uh, we got Gabriel with Arsenal's defense, 15 points. We got William with Arsenal's midfield, 14 points. Reese James with Chelsea, 14 points. Jamie Vardy, 13 points. I mean, it was having a, a party. They were having a party out there. So if you had any of those boys, congratulations. Um, I did not. I tragically lost. Um, but I do want to pivot into. I just want to shout out. I want to shout out Henry Stennett, who chat shit and then got banged. Well, you know. As Jamie Vardy would say, chat shit, get banged. Thank you. You're not so good at this shit, are you, Henry? Uh, It's a marathon, not a sprint, Pelham. Every experienced EPL fantasy player would know that. Yes. (laughs) All right. So we're going to do some hot takes for week two. So we're just going to do round the horn. Each of us are going to pick a player who we think is going to be hot for week two. So, All Adam, right. first off. All right. I got my player, Justin. Do I know his first name? No. Could that be his first name? No. Do I know who he plays for? I think Lester. Is he on my team? Hell yeah, he is. Is he in my lineup? Hell yeah. Who is he playing? Doesn't matter. He's going to kill. Thank if you. If he's Brazilian, are you, his name's just Justin. Are you captaining him? Hell no. <laughs> he's a defender. I thought this was your hot boy. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's a week two hot boy. It's not like perma hot boy. These right. are highlights. All right. 
I'm picking I'm picking a week two hot boy who's also going to be a perma hot boy, which is Bruno Fernandez. Da, 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 da. And also his sidekick, VAR. No one knows who that is. Which one? VAR? No. So, Adam, this is video review. Where's what was the A? a? What was the A? Video assistant referee. Video assistant referee. Who's going to be assisting Bruno Fernandez to a uh, handful of penalties this year? But I do think he's had a, he's had a bit of a rest. Manchester United didn't play in week one, and he's coming in week two. He's an he's a guaranteed start for me, and I've, I'm going to captain him for sure. All right. Well, I'm going to pick someone who isn't even on my team because I can't afford him. But Obama Gang with Arsenal. They have a very generous home matchup against West Ham. And if you think that boy isn't going to celebrate his new contract with a hat trick, you're crazy. So that was- gang gang. Gang gang. Uh, gang gang. Those are our hot boys for week two. Let's talk about our slippery boys for week two. Those would be our, maybe our overestimated players who we think are going to shit the bed in week two. Don't pick these guys up. And then most likely we're all going to be wrong. But Adam, please delight us with your choice. So I didn't know what the intention of Slippery Boys was. So I just looked for a player that had a name that could be the slipperiest. And in this case, I've chosen, I believe, a defenseman named Rob Holding. Yes, his name is Holding. Yes, that is a football penalty. Also, if he's slippery, who is he holding? How can he hold anything? Can he be held? He's too slippery. Therefore, Rob Holding is my slippery boy of the week. So this is the new Schrader category. Hello. <laughs> oh God, my slippery boy of the week is is also going to be slippery for a couple of months, and that's slippery Sergio Aguero. Uh, breaking news: If you did pick him up, he's not going to be playing for at least the next couple of months. He's unfortunately suffered a, an injury. Uh, I don't know the details of, but he's going to be out for a couple of months. You know, it's to his one of the most consistent scores for the last many seasons in the EPL. Don't be fooled. That is slippery. He's a, he's a slippery boy. So, does that mean that his stonk will go down over that time? His his price? Yeah. I don't know. Actually, the more people that like transfer, I think him out, no. it lowers his price. Yeah. Right. So, what if everyone transfers him out? Because he's not starting for two months. That means I should pick then him up. Then it could drop. Yeah. Yeah, but you'll just be holding him for months. Yes, I will. Excellent. Yes. Like Rob Holding. <laughs> How can Slip. he hold? He <laughs> Slip. <laughs> All right. My pick was Mason Greenwood from Manchester United. Um, Boy, you what? Yeah. He's slippery, okay? He's not going to play because he fucked up in Iceland. And now Ole is like, "Mm, no, he needs to rest. So he's my slippery boy for the week. I don't think he's going to do very well. We'll see. Green wood. More like wet vag. Next segment. (laughs) All right. So because I know so much about the EPL, I am going to quiz Hannah and Pelham to know if they know as much as I do about the EPL. And by know as much as I do... I don't know if they know what I know because I have the power of the internet. So my first question for both of you, whereas we are offline, huh? (laughs) Oh yeah, of course. Go ahead. Uh, So my first question for you is what team does this player play for? 
of the week. And my player that I have chosen is Kelechi Ejianacho. Ejianacho. Eji, mm, not sure. Oh, yeah, I know Nacho. Would you like to submit a guess? We, we will be tracking the stats of whether you guess. Oh, yeah, no, I, I know this one. Hannah, do I you think. know? I surely do not. All right, Pelham. I think he's on Lester. That's correct. He is a forward on Lester. EPL knowledge. He doesn't play, apparently. Or he didn't last week. So I yeah, I don't know. Anyways. Don't know. All right. Well, we'll track that. Hannah, you'll probably, you know, I'll have to pick someone that you know eventually. I was gonna say you're not gonna give me more than one question. Nope. All right, next question. One zero. Park the bus, baby. Next question. Next segment. It is the how do you pronounce this player's name of the week? Your player that I have chosen is named Pascal, and then his last name is spelled G R O and a funky looking letter that looks like a German B that is also a beta. Grube. How do you pronounce that? Grolsch. <laughs> God damn it, Pelham's right. <laughs> I've had to look up what that fucking letter is. It's called like a fucking Schlenker S or something. I'm glad you learned German during this pod. <laughs> it's pronounced Grosch. And oh my God, how do you fucking know that? Woo! Shit. All right. Guys, but Gloob is better. Well, <laughs> I liked that. He plays for Brighton for what it's worth. And I don't think he got any points last week. So I tried to pick someone that you wouldn't know and that I don't know how to say his name. Ugh. I actually don't know him. I just knew the letter. Yeah. Well, tell him. Yeah. Apparently also <laughs> worth noting is uh Grush is German for large, according to Google translate. Mm. That's all, right. all I have to the waivers <laughs> to the waivers. <laughs> all right. Thank you for joining me on, on my segments of EPL. Finally, we're going to bring it back to everyone's least favorite segment that no one actually cares about. Pelham, we have an Eliminator Challenge. We're going to do a speed run of the Eliminator Challenge this week, Adam. Uh, but there is a lot to review because, as is tradition, our league has vastly underperformed the market when it comes to making these picks. So you're saying we lost in a head-to-head against average? Absolutely. We got decimated versus the average we had four people lose the Eliminator Challenge week one. That's a point. That's four out of ten, 40%. Do you know what percent of people in total lost? 13. 1.4. <laughs> so that is not great, folks. Not great. Fuck. Not great for us. So the sad losers of the week were myself, Adam, Robert, and Frank. And so this is the last podcast that we actually talk about this segment. Correct. Uh, Frank, Robert, and Adam, you guys all picked the Colts to beat the Jaguars, which was seemed reasonable at the time, but then did not happen. That's show. And then. That is showbiz. And I actually forgot to do the Eliminator Challenge, uh, but then was reminded and was forced to pick from a you know smaller set of games. I picked the 49ers to beat the Cardinals. I mean, after all, uh, maybe the 49ers were just a little too 
hamstrung, but they did make the Super Bowl or something like that. So, so, so but they lost. Pelham, are you saying that you were reminded by yourself about the Eliminator Challenge? Because I seem to remember you sending a lot of messages about, hey, don't forget to pick your Eliminator. I sent one message after I was reminded. Oh, it seemed like so many. Because there were others who also forgot. Everyone else is through. We got the we got four picks of the Bills. Jake, Hannah, both Davids picking the Bills over the Jets, I think. That was pretty solid. Uh ESPN 08973019. I think that's Peter Smith. He picked the <laughs> Chargers, <laughs> which ended up being quite a close game, but they did edge. Was it the Bengals? Yes. I want to do the Bengals. They got that Ooh. one. That's actually my secretly second account that I. Ah, oh, you cheeky blighter. Yep. And and then and then Brandon Hull with the Monday night uh, text choice of the Tennessee Titans. He, he, he snuck that one as well. Well, good for him. So we've got six six players moving on to week two. Best of luck to you. Uh, the rest of us will just focus on actually making the playoffs. And for the two people that are still listening to this podcast at this point, hey, thank Mom. you for Jake. sticking with us. I hope you played it at time and a half speed. Hey, we've kept it. Uh, we've kept it down. We've we have. Down. A good, good job. All right. Well, that is our uh, podcast for this week. We, uh, Try to bring you as much information as we can. Carefully curated, edited, and consumed Crafted. content. Any final words, guys? Don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, we need to, review. We need to soothe our egos and to keep making the show because clearly we have nothing better to do with our time. So we, see you next week. The first ten days of something beyond on Spotify are the most important. Buy a nut plug. Da na na da na na. Good night.